Hi, Logan. Hi, we're back. Yes, we are. And yeah, so we're I'm so excited. Me too. I'm very excited. And, you know, we're still figuring things out, seeing how this kind of goes, but I still think we're, we're kind of digging this kind of format. You know, we're not going to go into super deep dives. We're just, yeah, we're going to have what you all come here for, which is Logan and I just kind of ranting and raving about some of the highlights <laughs> of the episodes, which, you know, we, we still realize yeah. we weren't getting to maybe do that as much as we like. And so, you know, like we said, there's still really great podcasts out there with Meet Us at Molly's and The Locker Room, and they do some great job, you know actually kind of just recapping a lot of that work you know it's logan and i we just want to get to the fun stuff here and i mean not to say that those don't but like what logan and i gush over most that we always enjoy texting about are these fun details and so we just want to make it feel like you guys are right there with us as we're kind of having those fun talks for sure yeah yeah because by the time we finished our recaps we didn't really have a whole lot of time to talk about what was in the episode yeah so this will be more fun for us (laughs) Which is why you all come here uh, for the fun talk about the episode. Exactly, exactly. So um, we're still going to keep talking about things in airing order, like as far as the shows mm-hmm. go. But with, mm-hmm. since we're talking about two episodes at once, we're not going to be like, oh, let's talk about this episode and then let's talk about this episode. Um, when you get to the mm-hmm. each section about each show, we're just going to talk about both the episodes sort of at one time, just you know, the topics, the things that occurred within the episodes. So that way, if you only want to listen to uh, the part about fire or the part about PD and you don't want to listen to everything else, you don't have to just go to that part and listen to that, that topic. Um, All right. So So, yeah, we're going to start off started. Yeah, we're going to start off with Chicago Med and that'll be season seven, episodes 13 and 14, which with the the episode titles and because they still like to make them long as hell is <laughs> reality leaves a lot to the imagination and all the things that could have been which oh, once again we uh, is our usual joke of i don't know what we're gonna do when it gets even longer because i'm gonna get exhausted it's, yeah it's gonna be ridiculous if they keep this mm-hmm. up for much longer they're mm-hmm. gonna have to switch to like eight letters like one word titles with eight letters in a word mm-hmm. or something some mm-hmm. other <laughs> version mm-hmm. of the same because a great number of words per Agreed. season is just not going to keep working um so one of these episodes <laughs> after we watched it i remember i just sort of felt like well that ruined everything <laughs> like the first <laughs> because like literally everything that happened in that episode was bad <laughs> yeah i mean in general i wanted to say like I mean, we've gushed. We love Chicago Med, like this, like this with this new season. This we season, yeah. These past couple episodes, they really, I feel like, haven't been. There's been moments where I really liked them, but for the most part, on the scale of the season, these really haven't been my favorite of the season at all. Like, we, <laughs> I love the quality like, we were getting at the beginning. The first of these two episodes, I mean, by the end of the episode, I, I think everyone had gotten bad news. <laughs> like, yeah. It was- yeah I, it I was agree. terrible and the I cliffhanger agree. it ended on made me laugh it wasn't like dramatic to me I yeah. I cackled like when it went off because it was Marcel getting caught you know like having oh. dated the daughter and now trying to date the mom which is so cringe by the way like, like why why did the show decide to do it would have been better if they were sisters like why are they mother so and daughter better. I know and <laughs> I I get like I 
I love like like I said I've loved where they started off the season and so I thought we were going in a really good direction but I don't know what the <laughs> Chicago Med Raiders are doing thinking oh we we really love this couple and so we're gonna force it down everybody's throats and it's just like do you remember when we it? thought at the beginning of <laughs> no you remember at the beginning of the season when we thought we were gonna get Will and Crockett friendship <laughs> we were told in an article of like oh here's this bromance coming out where is that bromance give, give me that bromance. Like, it never happened <laughs> I'm upset. like i'm genuinely upset like we were that would have been so it. much better than so much Crockett better. has like the worst plot all season Dr. and Blake he's my favorite the... and it's so hard to watch oh i know but dr blake is not the redhead i want to have see have seen time with crockett i want that to be will <laughs> oh yeah true there was going to be a redheaded doctor on the show that had scenes with Crockett. It probably should have been Will. You're yeah, right. I, I just wish they hadn't hadn't made them mother and daughter. I think that would make this so much better if they were yeah. like sisters or something, you know, yeah. instead of mother and daughter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it, just so that's so cringy. It is. It really is. And it's just I just haven't enjoyed like. I get their professional dynamic, but I'm like, couldn't have it just stayed that way? Like, I mean, it's just where she pushed his button. Yeah, did it have to go romantic? I, I genuinely yeah. don't think it did. And I'm I, just like... Oh. I mean, I guess, considering the actress, you really want to use that actress as much as you possibly can. Oh, absolutely. So, I can, I can kind of get them wanting to take advantage of that. But at the same time, <laughs> it's, the, it's just not... We're not. It's not fun to it. watch. No, we're not. Yeah, it's not, we're not feeling it. We're not vibing with it. It's just it's like we see what you're trying to do, but we don't like it. Like there's a little chemistry there, but not enough for yeah. me to like. Agree. Really get invested Agreed. and not be creeped out by the fact that he dated the daughter and then tried to date the mom. Like no, no, no. Well, and Crockett, then, what happened? I know. Like, give us the quality. <laughs> Crockett relationship content that we've gotten in previous seasons. I do not want this. Like it's, it feels like it. Like you said, it yeah. This feels like a. Way. Yeah, this feels like a major like backslide for him from like Natalie mm-hmm. to uh-huh. this situation, which okay. is what I was afraid of when things ended with Natalie. I was like, oh great, now we're gonna get womanizing Crockett back. Which I, uh, I would say he is for the most part. Like I mean, he still could have handled no, the whole situation with Blake. It sort of feels like he's. Yeah, it sort of feels like he accidentally found his way back to being womanizing Crockett. Like, he didn't mean yeah. to, yeah. but it just sort of happened. Uh-huh. And I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I, I don't, I don't like it. Um, I actually would have preferred if they'd have, and I know we all didn't like it when it was happening, but if I knew what they were going to do afterward, I think it would have been different. I would have mm-hmm. preferred if they'd stuck with the Crockett and Vanessa thing. I feel like yeah, that I think was. Would have, yeah, I would have hated it like far less. Like, I mean, I mean yeah, I, I still I wouldn't have loved it, but I think mm-hmm. it had a lot more storytelling potential. Agreed. Agreed. Than what we've got going on now. Um, uh, well, yeah. So I don't. That's yeah. Well, and even the show clearly tried to like make us have a little bit of a feeling about something when obviously Archer also tried to join in on a. Mm-hmm. On pathway to Dr. Blake, <laughs> and it felt like, did we need another left triangle on the show? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I, I see. Here's the thing. So I was, we were talking about this before we started recording. 
uh, a few episodes ago, I, I did. I was like, I commented or I sent a text, I think, to the Pod Squad group chat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does Dark Doctor Archer, like, have feelings for Dr. Blake? And I was like, no, I'm crazy. I have to be crazy. I didn't catch vibes there, did I? And then that happened. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I did. <laughs> I, I caught vibes. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, oh, honestly, if I thought about it, I wouldn't hate it. Because I feel like they, it's just like, they don't like each other yeah. enough. And, like, they fight enough where... yeah. Uh, let's be real steven weber the actor he he's charming he's a charming guy charming guy and he's played like enough smart asses on television that like i i think i could get behind it you know i i Mm -hmm. I don't hate it Mm -hmm. i think i like it better than dr blake and crockett um you know i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know how i feel about all that it's just that i'm not i'm not really digging the situation Crockett has found himself in. <laughs> no, not really liking it that much. Um, we'll see where that goes. Well, it's from the two episodes that we were really talking about. It's like obviously there was an awkward moment with Blake's daughter, so that's kind of up in the air. But it still seems like they really are going to go that route now. Which we'll see what happens. I, I maybe it'll turn around. I don't know, but as of right now, I still I don't enjoy it being like forced on us a little too much lately. But yeah, yeah, I know I'm one of those people that like if I'm watching a show and and you see the chemistry that you lean into it. But mm-hmm. if the chemistry's not there, yeah, I don't. It's tough. To, it's like you want to fast forward through it. Like I'm sorry, whenever I see them on screen, I'm like, it's true. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's move I do kind of tune on. out. <laughs> To be honest, I do kind of tune out when they're on the screen. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But you want to know what makes me tune back uh, into the screen? <laughs> yeah. Evie and Will, because she came back. Yeah, with I some, love them. She came back with some big news where she, Will thought she was going to go home to <laughs> Rose Point, Michigan, which will call out to a city pretty close and near and dear to my heart. Um that she was going to come back just being divorced and um lo and behold that was not the case she came back with her wedding band on oh i hated that i hated that so much uh-huh. i okay i knew something like this was going to happen though when she was like oh yeah i gotta go and get the divorce paper signed and you're like oh crap mm-hmm. because either it was going to be the husband was going to come come to chicago uh-huh and then that was going to be a thing or it was going to be something like that. But still like knowing in my head that it was going to some way come back and then seeing it, it hurt. It hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't well, like this at all. And I mean, like, I don't mean to laugh at Will, but like normally we're not used to Will being like the smart and sensible one. I mean, he asked a fair question of when did the offer for her to like for the interview for the high level hospital job come? Was it, like, before she, like, was willing to say, like, I'm leaving you for good, or after? And she's like, she didn't really get into the details, so we know that that offer kind of came before kind of everything. I have a feeling that her ex-husband is one of those guys that has to get his way. And Uh he does it in that sort of underhanded way that, like, he manipulates you without making you realize you're being manipulated. Oh, yeah. He makes you think it was your idea. Like, it's nothing from him doing it. But really, he's been instrumental behind the scenes the whole time. Yeah. 
that so i kind of have this feeling that he's like a snake you know like not an obvious snake but mm-hmm. i have a feeling he's not a very not a very nice guy oh yeah um not at all and but so, even I, oh yeah go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I totally understood Will's doubts, but at the same time, it probably wasn't the best time to bring them up, especially from him, because obviously there was like a thing starting to happen there. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah it's it. I think that would not have gone over well to Stevie, even if it even if it was completely from a genuine place of friendship mm-hmm. which it wasn't it was from a little bit of a jealous place on will's part mm-hmm. and so I, while i understand his concerns he probably isn't the one that should be bringing them up <laughs> yeah um I, what i liked best about that plot was the growth that it showed for him at the end mm-hmm. because he went to her and said you know what i'm sorry um it's not my business and and I hope everything turns out the way you want it to, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, Oh, he's growing. I know. I know. (laughs) That made me happy (laughs) apart from anything to do with the ship, which I really want it to happen. Okay. Let me make that clear. I want Stevie and will to happen, but I'm, I'm down for them taking a little time to make Mm -hmm. it happen. So I'm not in any rush for them to be together now. We need Will to have like that growth, and I think he's getting there. It's it's that little bit of slow time, so mm-hmm. it's not like he's just he's getting there. into something. And I it was just I very much right. enjoyed right. in this past week's episode where you know it was really nice to see him and Maggie together because we haven't really gotten to see I them. I love and, him and Maggie, and it's just such a good dynamic of like he's sassy towards her, and she's like, "You're not pulling that shit with me." Will Hall said, "Uh uh-uh. uh," <laughs> and I love it so much. And we don't get to like I think we got to we used to be able to see that a little bit more on the show and so when we do get it now it's, mm-hmm. it's really enjoyable and it's really yeah. nice and it was just really nice to kind of see these little heartfelt moments where he used to confide in her a lot more and yet they clearly maybe haven't done that for a while and so and he was just really I don't want Stevie to go and it was just oh uh, it's just like it it makes my heart like ha- it's like happy to see them get to be together I'm, and have their dynamic of like I love family, like 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 a I don't know if it's like big sister, like little brother dynamic a little bit. I don't know. But I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. I love that he actually said that though, like out loud. Like mm-hmm. I I don't want Stevie to go. Like he said that out loud in words. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, me neither. Please don't mm-hmm. leave me, Stevie. Mm-hmm. Don't leave me. I've suffered enough losses this year. Please don't be one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> um yeah. So that was good. I'm enjoying that. Uh-huh. For sure. Um, the other thing that I'm enjoying, surprisingly, is the Dr. Charles plot with like him, I forget her name, his like psychiatrist. What is oh. her name? I can't remember. I have to look it up now. It's gonna bother me because it's, it's I can't not know the name of the person we're talking about. Uh, Dr. Richardson? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> She, I just her name is Nor, like the actress's name is Nora Dunn. I've always enjoyed her and whatever she does, but her like like yeah. they're not giving us her first name. But I think he called her by her first name. But it's her. Yeah, I just can't remember. But I, I really like, I like that. I I know there are some people that don't that are just a little like find it a little strange, but I actually really like the way they've handled it. I like mm-hmm. that he had to think about it. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like yeah. immediate. Oh, I have feelings for you too. It was like, 
wait a second. Why mm-hmm. is this bothering me? Mm-hmm. And I really liked that he kind of had that moment to reflect on it. Um, which this will be nice. We haven't seen him in a relationship since Cece. I know. Dr. Charles so, deserves love, too. He does, for sure. And I mean, so, like I think said, this I is going to be... I'm like I'm excited, and I think it was still like you said. Some people they may not be the biggest fans of it, but I think it was still handled in a really healthy way. Like I mean, in some cases, like obviously it could still go like a not great route if like she was still treating him and like that that somehow like affected anything. But clearly, the moment she was really starting to sense that shift in feelings for her patient, she's like, I have to cut this off, and it's only when he really pushed her that she said anything because she didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable she like that's how you can clearly tell she cares about him enough to be like i don't want this to impact all the great work we've done to think that you know i've tried to cause any effect in like getting you to like me in any way and so like i said incredibly actually a healthy way to show it and display it and you know Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. think it's as bad as you know like some people could maybe make it seem it's just like i said i think it was a really healthy way to handle it I do too. I mean, she she stepped away like the uh-huh. minute she thought it was going to be a conflict. So uh-huh. I don't see anything wrong with it, and I think uh-huh. it's kind of sweet. Um, you know, obviously we have to see how that plays out when we get more of it. But for right now, uh-huh. I think it's sweet. Um, let's see what else? Oh, uh, <laughs> the um recent development of Vanessa and Doctor Shantu. I uh, <laughs> like what? Where did I, that even come from? <laughs> I have mixed feelings because I mean, I like what's replaced my normal weekly of like, fuck you, Doctor Archer, because he really hasn't been around very much these past two episodes, which I'm not mad about. More or less, I was still a lot of those feelings were directed at Doctor Shantu because for the most part, he <laughs> until like this most recent episode where Sharon actually assigned him to be the doctor of a long haul COVID yes. I was really hating him. Mm-hmm. Like I hated him. And so we got to see this different side of him. And, you know, maybe he realized that, you know, I mean, Sharon was amazing this episode and being sneaky as she was. Mm-hmm. And we know she's sneaky. She just normally hides that because, you know, at the at her high power job, she doesn't get to use it. But she uses her superpowers mm-hmm. on him and I very much enjoyed it. Um and I I'm glad we got to see a different side of Dr. Shentu. But I still am, mm-hmm. like, so conflicted on this whole, like, Vanessa thing of, like, it's good because it's not like he's her supervisor, but it still feels, like, a little, like, out of nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, but Med has a tendency to do that. Like, April and Ethan were the same way. April yeah. and Ethan came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, really, it did. Like, it was just, like, in one episode, all of a sudden. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. But Med has a tendency to do that. Sometimes yeah. their ships just like yeah happen. They just like manifest, and you're like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Agreed. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't. I don't dislike it. Yeah. Just show me good development. I That's all I really care about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out where it goes. But uh, it was definitely interesting. Like watching the episode, it was like, "Oh, <laughs> I, all like, right." I think my jaw dropped with like. Vanessa, I'm pretty sure you could do better. Like, oh, like I mean, out of all the people there, like you probably could do a little bit better. But you know, maybe, maybe I don't want to say like she'll change him, but you know, maybe realizing, you know, getting back to his roots as like an actual like doctor who helps a person, not just be this guy who works for the board's sake. Maybe 
that changes him to be a little bit better of a man again. And then, because if he's a good guy, then he deserves Vanessa, but not yeah. he, the apple. It came off, honestly, he came off to me this week like he didn't realize mm-hmm. how it really affected the doctors, you know, like he'd mm-hmm. been away from it so long that he agreed didn't agreed. think about what it's like being on the front lines of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I hope going forward, now that he's been reminded of that, mm-hmm. things will be a little different. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and the moment this week between Sharon and Archer after all of that, that was a little weird where he was like basically congratulating her on like being sneaky and relating yeah. to her because they're both sneaky or whatever. And I was yeah. like, I don't know how I feel about it. I know. This. I know. But it's like, <laughs> We knew that about Sharon, but she she doesn't get we to did. use it in action all that much. But it's but it's good for her. Putting it up against Doctor Archer just feels wrong. Like no, it's different. It's different. Don't compare that. No, no, I know. I, know. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's not the same, Archer. You're not the same mm-hmm. as Sharon. No, you're not. I I don't want the scenes with Doctor Archer and Sharon. I want an entire episode focused on. Dr. Goodwin and Dr. Dr. Goodwin, I want Goodwin and Charles to be like, just have their own bottle episode of them just having a good best friend time. That's all I care. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. She was, and she was, she was there for him over, over this whole thing with his, uh, with his doctor. So that was interesting. I can't remember. I don't know. (laughs) I'm terrible with new character names. Like I can see faces, but like. I, I, it takes me a little while to learn their names unless mm-hmm. they're characters that I just absolutely despise and then I know their name yeah. immediately <laughs> I mean that was like Dr. Shunt too of like oh we're gonna remember you for a while dude <laughs> or Archer we remembered Archer like immediately oh yeah <laughs> we hate you with the passion of a thousand sons and therefore we will commit your name to memory yeah. um, <laughs> but then the other plot that we haven't really talked about um, well there's a couple I guess. So let's go with Maggie. Oh my gosh. So the episode oh. where she found out like it was a tumor was such a roller coaster because they were like, oh, Maggie's pregnant. And as one Chicago fans, we can never appreciate a pregnancy. It's always no. like, what's going to go wrong? Oh, right? yeah. And so like, our, our pod squad chat group, like, we were like, what? Are you kidding me? And like, ah. And like, we know everybody what was Chicago met, like Chicago yeah. pregnancies, and we're like, oh, let's. Everybody was sort of like, we want to be happy for her, but at the same time, like, what's gonna happen? I know. And then literally in that episode, they <laughs> ruined it. It's getting shorter and shorter. Good. Like, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's, but it just like every time there's a pregnancy, they they have to ruin it. We can't just Me like too. be happy. No. Why? And then you know, I, I was. I was really happy for her and Ben and I was like I know they said they didn't want kids because they did in that one episode and yeah and I was like but they would be great parents and like you know Absolutely. I'm super excited and then they did the ultrasound and it was like that's not a baby what <laughs> why yeah why I have to go there again I do not appreciate even if it was just for like an episode or two I do not appreciate much, like Maggie's cancer being teased as having uh-uh. come back no, 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 no. <laughs> no not, Maggie not deserves only happiness, okay? Correct. We, Correct. We're not going there again. Not, Correct. not, not, not. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is why I was so relieved in the episode where she was like bonding with the guy in the iron lung oh. that it, it turned out that it was benign. And so she mm-hmm. could, you know, it's operable and benign, which is good. Yeah. But at the same time, like, 
I did not appreciate the game that they played with my emotions. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. No, not. no, 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 no. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that plot, which I guess again, we'll see where that goes. Hopefully this episode means everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, but like I mean, we don't really know guy. that. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Um, and then the other one is Dylan. Right, mm-hmm. we haven't touched on that one yet. Is there anything else besides Dylan that we haven't talked about? I feel like we've covered no, everything. Not really, and I mean, um, it's Dylan obviously in the first of the two episodes we were, mm-hmm. we were kind of talk, like chatting over is. I mean, he was just kind of working with Doctor Archer a little bit, but it wasn't. I would say moving his for his storyline forward too much. But it was really this week's episode that I feel like we got a mm-hmm. not like a book into it, but I think for at least a plot line for him. Like, I'm glad they're not drawing it out too much longer you know well yeah um oh and we haven't really talked about stevie and her mom either we'll have to do that too but oh, yeah. it was it was good for like terrell like him and terrell because they realized uh-huh. that terrell is dyslexic and he's been which, dyslexic like their entire lives and which broke nobody... my heart yeah i know that's gotta it's... be so tough though because he was like i thought i was just dumb you're like no well yeah you're smart yeah, it's and they said he was a, smart until he, you know, got to that certain age where obviously you're taking more standardized tests saying and you're having right. to read on those tests. And if you can't read, you're not going to pass them. And it just, it hurt my heart. And like, I wanted to give Terrell a hug of like, the system did you so dirty that you thought right. something was wrong with you for your entire life. And no, you, your brain just doesn't work the same as everybody else's. And it's his life could have been so different. And it was just, you know, it was yeah. heartwarming to kind of see, you know, them finally figure it out and it was like dylan like getting to no i hate to say like reuniting like terrell um, but it was it was was, yeah i mean it was it was making peace basically it was like okay perfect word for it yeah we're cool we're cool yeah um which was good that's important because that's been a big storyline for him over the last Mm -hmm. few episodes so that was good um and then the other thing that kind of wrapped up is stevie and her mom Mm mm-hmm um because it turns out she's been at med undergoing treatment for a while and stevie didn't know and Mm -hmm. i I love this growth for her i loved it so much because it was her like finally sort of understanding her mother like just like the clouds Mm -hmm. parted and she's Mm -hmm. just had this breakthrough um Mm -hmm. and that was really nice to see the two of them at the end of the episode just appreciating each other you know there was Mm -hmm. no like judgment or you know fighting Mm -hmm. it was just like no this is good good. Mm -hmm. um you know moving forward type of thing and Mm -hmm. uh, although i hated the way the episode ended with like are you gonna be okay when i go and i'm like no stevie because you're not going anywhere yeah i mean we haven't seen any deadline articles and so we're keeping we're keeping our eyes out for it but it's just like oh we God. we really don't want to see Stevie go at all I, I was the one that texted the pod squad group chat and I was like no one tell me if you see a deadline article right now because yeah. I cannot take it because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> deadline is the destroyer of dreams mm-hmm. like the minute someone's going to mm-hmm. leave the show they're like bam like I will never yep. forget when Annie left fire foster when she left like mm-hmm. the episode ended and we were like she's like not leaving leaving right mm-hmm. like she's gonna be back and then deadline was like nope she's gone forever <laughs> well and then with like uh gianna like mackie like uh, like yeah. partner right after like, the episode it was just like wait what that's what what excuse me 
that like, what 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 so yeah we were all like watching deadline everybody went to the deadline website to check like no articles right no articles <laughs> oh my god we were in a panic um yes, we were. but so far we were. nothing so i think we're good uh um yeah so she's not leaving mm, no, it's not happening no, no correct we we just got her we can't she's, no no correct 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 um but i think that's everything from the yeah, past two episodes which, i mean that's like what we kind of said of, you know, these haven't been our favorite episodes. I think, you know, in some parts, like, I've loved, like, where we went with, like, Dylan, you know, I'm happy to see Stevie and her mom kind of get, like, not, like, a happy ending for them, but it's, like, it, it's a resolve to, like, a lot of their issues that have yeah, up over time. It actually kind of feels like a lot of arcs sort of wrapped up mm-hmm. recently from, like, the last few episodes. I think the only mm-hmm. thing that's still sort of unresolved is Crockett mm-hmm. and, um... I don't know. I guess that's it. Because everything else sort of wrapped up most yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So we'll have to see. So but I mean, we should be getting like some some new plots mm-hmm. popping up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting. Which I am. Uh, like, yeah. I, like, I, I want to so, get out of this current little rut. We kind of, I hate to say rut, but it kind of still feels a little bit like, like we said, we're kind of still having to power through parts of these episodes a little bit. And like, I, I want to get <laughs> my, back to the One of my part. friends. <laughs> One of my friends was like, uh, balance has been restored to the universe because we were talking about it. She was like, we were both talking and we were like, med is now the mess again. And fire is the show we look forward to again. And PD is like our weekly hour of stress. So yeah. balance has been restored to the universe. Yeah, I guess so. And that made I guess me laugh because so. I was like, we're back. We're back at the status quo now. Or for a while it was like, oh, med's the better show. Or, uh-huh. you know what I mean? It was like. Uh-huh. Which one is stronger right now? And for a while it was med, but now we're back. At least, I, in my opinion, we're back to no, where fire is the strongest one again. And then, you know, <clears throat> they all have a different vibe, but like the one I look forward to the most is now fire uh-huh. again, which uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> it felt a little weird when it wasn't for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's as these shows kind of ebb and flow a little bit, like that will happen. But I mean, like we, we always had that we were still just so surprised when we were actually enjoying that as much as we were. But I mean, when they yeah. do a good job, they do a fantastic job. Yeah. I think there's just some plots that need to be moved on from. And I think we're getting to where we're, mm-hmm. we're moving past them. We're mm-hmm. getting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Agreed. we'll see where it goes from here, but this does lead us into the next episodes that we have to talk about, mm-hmm. which are for fire. And now okay. it's time to talk about Chicago Fire. Dallas has been restored a little bit where we're very excited to talk about fire again, which you know, you know, it happens with these shows. Sometimes one show is a little more your favorite and then it changes it, and it can go back and forth. Rankings can change as often as you kind of feel them and you, they need to be. Um, but I, I there there's been some stuff happening in these recent Chicago Fire episodes, which are uh season 10 episode 13 and season 10 obviously episode 14 with the first being fire cop and then the other one being an officer with grit which apparently they changed the title of 13 because you know our friend lizzie with fangirlish Mm -hmm. she was looking through her materials and she tweeted about it she said originally in her promotional materials that she got the episode was called uh the good kind of trouble but they changed it to fire cop I would have preferred the other title, to be Me quite too. honest, because you and I like, have ranted. Why, why would you 
change that because when we saw the fire cop title we were mad because it was like oh, I'm still why mad. it felt disrespectful to savacy like what I mean, so an episode where he's working with seeger and you're gonna call it fire cop no which i mean technically of fire cop is is kelly one of them yes he absolutely is but when you're saying he when he's working with seeger are they both fire like fire cops i'm like do not disrespect our fire cop Mm-mm. with call there are only two people who get the official fire cop title mm-hmm. in all of one chicago and that is kelly severide and matt casey correct so that is not jason pelham that is not no seager i'm sorry no it's not no <laughs> so i would have preferred the original title but whatever okay that's fine yeah um <laughs> so anyways but uh Oh my gosh, we've had some good stuff happening. Um, The I don't know if we want to talk about the big thing first. Do we want to talk about the big thing first, or do we save that for last? Uh, You you can uh, let's say for you for because I know I'll probably rant a bit more on Chicago PD section. You go with what you feel right. (laughs) Well, first first I want to talk about Stella and Mm -hmm. Kylie and Pelham, like that whole Mm -hmm. thing, because that's sort of interconnected. I so okay I have been waiting for Stella to finally get her chance to take Mm -hmm. over truck 81 and you can say she had it and passed up on it all you want but she didn't really okay Mm -hmm. I mean they couldn't give it to her because Miranda couldn't be around to film so they had to come up with something to keep her from truck and I did Mm -hmm. not like the way they wrote it but whatever it's done so now we're in the part where they're trying to fix it (laughs) so in the first episode of the two basically it's sort of Stella again talking about why she can't look for a lieutenant position right now because Mm -hmm. there's so much to do for girls on fire if she's not doing it she feels like nobody else will and it's making Mm -hmm. a difference right so it's Stella sort of debating what her legacy is really like what is Mm -hmm. she leaving behind what's the most important thing and to her it's girls on fire because she's inspiring other women to become firefighters Uh, And it kind of takes Kylie to be like, well, no, your legacy can be both. Like, Mm -hmm. we need to see women moving up the ranks just as much as we need to see women just being firefighters. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I love Kylie for that. Bless you, Kylie, because that was what she needed to hear. I wanted to hug Kylie because she's obviously like number one of the Stella Kid fan club. Like, it's, it's, she can duke it out with Kelly, but I, I still think she ekes it out just, I mean, we know. Kelly is most supportive fiance, but like Kylie just ekes it out just I feel like a little bit more. Kylie has saved us twice, okay? So uh-huh. the first time was saving Stella Ride, uh-huh. like last season, okay? So uh-huh. we owe her for that, and now we owe her for this as well, because that talk is what led Stella to be like, no, I'm gonna look I'm gonna look for just, a position. If something comes up, I'm gonna take it. It just made my heart so happy because it's like it like to I know Stella was like still one like clearly we saw with the one girl inner girl on fire saying I'm gonna become a firefighter but it's it's like for Stella to see this impact that she's had on Kylie's life like her intention was always like with girls on fire to make change happen but to see where we got to see Kylie from the beginning to where she is now it just it like warms my heart and it's like just as Stella got taken under like Bowden's wing Stella took Kylie under her wing and it's just it's, yeah. it's like the sweetest thing and I love it and I like I think I did cry a little bit at Kylie and Stella's scene like, and I'm trying bit. to figure out when we first met Kylie in was it season 
eight? I couldn't tell you. When did Girls on Fire? It was season eight because Foster that was still here. Right. Yeah. So right. was she 17? I don't know. I'm a, somewhere around that age. Because if that's the case, two more seasons and she can be up for the Fire Academy herself. Hmm. So like they better make that happen is all I'm saying. I, I want to see this followed through. I know. <laughs> on, I know. I I love her and she needs to stay and I want her to mm -hmm. be like Stella's little protege mm -hmm. mini me on mm -hmm. truck like her first actual candidate. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad at it at all. No. Yeah, I want it so bad. Um mm -hmm. so we'll see, but that's that would be ideal for me, please. Uh but that led to the second episode when mm -hmm. we see um 72 at the scene and <laughs> Oh, 72. oh, 72. Oh, 72. Pelham's bad news bears comment was 100% accurate because that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what they are. Or like in the case of a 90s kid for a 90s kid version of that, the little giants. They're the little giants. <laughs> have you seen that movie, Kim? I don't think I haven't. So oh my gosh. Kid. You haven't there's, there's seen that There's a lot movie? I haven't seen, Logan, so I'm sorry. It's Okay, well, it was on this list. Look, it was Rick Moranis and, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the actor's name. The guy that was on Married with uh, Married with Kids. Is it Ed O'Neill? Is that his name? He was on oh, Modern Family. Yeah. Um, it was the two of them playing brothers and they coached uh, rival Little League teams. And one of them was called the Little Giants and they were really bad. And that was Rick Moranis' team and he had to whip them in mm -hmm. shape. It is. So, it was, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, if we're a 90s kid comparison for the fellow 90s kids out there, they're the little giants. Um, <laughs> but, no, bad, that's totally right. Because they're a bit of a mess. Poor 72. Um, mm -hmm. So, somebody needed to get them up to speed. And Stella was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take that position. Because they found out that the lieutenant currently over there was leaving. He was mm -hmm. moving um, out of state. So she talks to Bowden about it and Bowden helps her make it happen. Right. Which I love Bowden and Stella so much. Like that relationship that they have is so beautiful. He's such like a, a proud Papa and it's, oh, I, no. I love it. I just, he I actually, really and that's right. I will make my declaration once again, if he does not walk her down the aisle, I will be angrily ca all caps lock tweeting. Like she doesn't need to be walked down the aisle, but I feel like she, no, but she does, and and it needs to be by Bowden. Because <laughs> it it's just like what also gives me like the feeling like I'm I'm getting a warm hug are those little smirks he gives her of like I'm proud of you, like because sometimes she doesn't she can't handle maybe hearing those words all the time, but like him giving her that smirk of like you bet your ass I'm proud of you and everything that you're willing to do to set, be a better firefighter and show everybody what you can do it, it gives me like the boost of serotonin I didn't even know I needed I know it was so great so we did get some of that too which just made it even better um and then Pelham does the best thing he's done since he was introduced and he takes the position instead and let's you know and sort of like gives not really gives because she earned a spot as a lieutenant no Absolutely. matter what he I mean, even if you just look at 72, she earned that spot on 72, but he uh -huh. just sort of swapped with her. He was like, yeah. I'll take 72 and I'll 
bring what I've learned at 51 to 72 and then you take 81 because this is your house. This was your house first. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank you, Pelham. I know. And it was thank you. when that happened, like, I was like, wait, what? Wait. Yeah. Excuse me? Like, I mean, I, once again, I, I mean, I, through all the storylines, like, did I love him? This, I was hoping I would love him more and I didn't. Like, you know, it's fine. But I was like, this is like his one last good, like a good act of like, you know, learning of your, what family doesn't have to mean it's one specific house. It's like he said, you're bringing those values and that love that you learn at 50 state, like station 51, whatever. And he's bringing it forward to 72 to just bring Mm -hmm. that love. Just how he was shown that kindness and care. He wants to bring that forward into another house. And like you said, it's just letting Stella kind of. Well, and what's funny is I've liked him more these last two episodes Mm -hmm. because they didn't force a friendship with anyone. They just sort of let him Mm -hmm. be in the house, which is what I wanted them to do the whole time. It's just like, Mm -hmm. let him exist within 51 instead of trying to make him be friends with Severide or make him be Gallo's mentor. Don't do any of that. Just let him be in the house and find the characters that he naturally vibes with which i think if they'd have written him with Bowden the whole time instead of trying to like you know put him off on severide or mm-hmm. gallo or if they had just sort of maybe had him lean more toward the older guys in the house herman mount Bowden, mm-hmm. the whole time i think i would have been more okay with that which because um, I, mean, I loved the comedy plot with him and Bowden, like the, I, the I <laughs> was we don't we don't get to see Bowden anywhere near in the amount of like the comedic like points of the episode and that was a like it was hilarious to see both Bowden and Pelham go crazy of like I, I love like I was on the floor when Bowden was like I'm not proud of myself oh. <laughs> I, was like, I lost it it was so funny and then uh, when it turned it out so to be the good. tape in the duct, yeah. like yeah. he was Which, Pelham, like, oh, I turned that, on the heat. Can we say that was likely like Gorsh put that tape in there? I don't know, maybe. I don't know, but it was really funny. Oh, like there haven't been like oh. the most comedic moments of, but it was like what I also enjoyed, what I found very just entertaining and did make me laugh were so many of like the deep cut callbacks. In oh my gosh, so many of like. The so sprinkles, the gerbil, or like the guinea sprinkles. Cake. I'm like, excuse me. And it was like, the, even like the mention of like Gorsh, and then even uh, just a brief mention of this most recent fire episode of like the one previous original owner of Molly's coming back. Yeah, what the heck? I was like, this is like when the description said blast from the past. I was not expecting him, I know. but I was like, okay, this is cool. They've been doing that a lot, like really pulling deep. Huh. from i mean all, all the way to the beginning of the season you know like or was it even last season i don't know we got a rafferty reference at some point and i was like well and even like i miss her thank you no, she existed like, <laughs> like do these like you've had 10 years on tv like give us these callbacks we enjoy them like yeah deeply. mr sprinkles was a, a great one <laughs> by the way was. that was like amazing uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> that was the best but no i loved that comedy plot and then in this episode when he was like making the Elvis sandwich, you know, and he was being all oh. Elvisy and it was it was fun. I was actually like, okay, I yeah. I can I can deal with him now. I like yeah. him. You know, I don't love him, but I like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course this is the episode where he's like, I'm going to seventy two. And I was like, Well, I'm fine with that. 
<laughs> I mean, I was, I was just my bride, um, you know. I, but I was just like, that's good. He got to, he still gets to do what he loves, but he's gonna make the bad news bears into the good. And news he bears. gets to have a permanent home somewhere. Exactly. You know, that's that. I'm happy for him that he gets to find a place where he can mm-hmm. really stay and settle in. You know, mm-hmm. that'll he deserves that. So that'll be good. But this means going forward. We have Lieutenant Stella Kid of Truck 81. Oh, I'm so happy. Literally, once Jesse Spencer left and we knew we weren't going to have Matt Casey, the only silver lining that I could pull from it was mm-hmm. the fact that we were going to get Stella in charge of 81. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when that didn't happen right away, I was so mad because it's like, I, I'm giving up my comfort character. I at least... I know. want this in return <laughs> i know like at the very and least i just hope we maybe get like a morning meeting of like i don't i just i like i don't she just deserves her little moment to her. like obviously stella had that moment with Bowden of like you good lieutenant and it was just like but i need it to be like fully acknowledged in the morning meeting of like lieutenant i'm stella sure they will somehow i mean i can't imagine them not they better you know, I can't imagine them not doing something. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, there was that. That was really, mm-hmm. that was really good. I loved that. Um, and then, you know, we did talk about how we had the blast from the past, which mm-hmm. was the original owner of Molly's, which mm-hmm. that was a fun plot. And it was one of those plots where the whole time you're like, Herman, Herman, why are you being this way? Herman, yeah. you're such a grumpy old man. Please, Herman, yeah. calm down. Like the whole yeah. time. Yeah. That was me. I was like, mm. yeah. Um, Herman has two modes. He has like, either he's the guy that's giving too much and he's assuming that people are taking advantage of him, mm-hmm. or he doesn't want to give at all and he's like really, really stingy. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no mm-hmm. in between. It's one mm-hmm. extreme or the other. And mm-hmm. this time we got the stingy Herman. Uh, <laughs> but. It was one of those things where, like, when the plot finally at the end, like, wrapped itself up, you're like, okay, Herman, now apologize. Yes. <laughs> apologize yeah. to the man, please. Yeah. So, I don't think... <laughs> I love him, but... I don't think the words, I'm sorry, are in Herman's vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was a good plot. It was a nice, like, blast from the past kind of plot. It was. Um, but... Yeah, that was good. I'm trying to think what else happened in that episode. Oh, obviously, there's the Seeger stuff. So, like, um, the other thing that was sort of satisfying about that first episode that Seeger was in of the two was the end when they did the experiment Mm -hmm. to prove, like, how the bed caught on fire, which that blew my mind. I was a little scared by that, by the way. Yeah. Like, too much bleach. And then the the hair product, like, together on the bed. Product of some sort. And then too much bleach in the sheets. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Think about your lotions and your hair care products much more deeply now and be careful Ooh. of the amount of leak you use on your sheets. That's all. Yeah, that, that was like terrifying. Anyway, they did that little experiment. Yeah. And the first person he looks at is Stella and that was like really satisfying. Kylie, of course, pointing it out for us because Kylie ships it and she's a Stella fan. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love what she mm-hmm. was like, you're the one he looks at when he wants to show off. And I'm like, yes, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> And it felt like that was very much needed of, like, I, I appreciate how it's, like, Stella made her, like, still, like, disple- I, displeasure, I would say, of cigarette sometimes unknown. <laughs> but, like, in a fair, like, valid way of, like, it's, like, 
Kelly's off with Seeger again, and like whatever. But and then Kelly and then Kylie was there to just like reassure her, and it's like you're not crazy. Like obviously, like you're like he's your fiance. You're allowed to like not like be worried about him because it's like I don't think Seeger whatever. Well, I mean, doing him, but especially. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. The thing is, we all know that Seeger is like obsessed with Kelly Severide. Everybody knows it. And it's so painfully obvious. So like, of course, you know, you're going to be a little wary of that person Mm -hmm. who's like knows that Severide is in a committed relationship, but is still all puppy love, Mm -hmm. you know, googly eyes over him. That's Mm -hmm. that's not good. It's not a good look. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would give Seeger something else to do. Like, why every time we see her, is it because they want to show her being in love with Severide? It's you know, like, like I, I, we all would like Seeger a lot more if it just didn't revolve around her making like moon eyes at Kelly every single time. Right. Like, can we actually have her and Stella become friends? I like seriously, because I like, feel like that would nip the Severide thing in the bud. Because like exactly, if her and Seeger are friends, I think it sort of would give her the other side of that severide mm-hmm. relationship where she actually sees the relationship as a whole instead of just mm-hmm. severides end of it mm-hmm. and i feel like that would help her mm-hmm. move on so yeah, like so. can we get that where they're actually becoming friends and and you know you know i, I would love that with this upcoming episode of it looks like and she does look like she somehow gets involved in an accident you know, maybe this is what finally turns the tides a little bit. I don't maybe. I, I'm not hopeful because they keep doing obviously the moon eyes kind of thing at Severide from her. But you you never know. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. But I just wish they would give us something else with her because I love okay. Andy Allo. Andy, she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she's also um directs and she's like amazing. She's a very oh, impressive woman. Absolutely. And so like I have nothing against her. I just, no. Seeger drives me nuts. I, does, I can't. She does such a good job as Seeger that yeah. we all don't want to like her because she does that good of a job. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, yeah, there was that, um, which that, I guess, is going to be coming back in this next episode. Um, and then I'm trying to think besides, like, I'm trying to save Hakami for last. Um, I'm trying to discuss we, everything else. Oh, Gallo. Yeah, that's what I was going to be like. Well, there were some like professional things <clears throat> and some personal things from Gallo, Gallo, Gallo. Oh. Cinnamon Roll has finally done something to make me severely disappointed in him. Well, now he's a burnt cinnamon roll a little bit. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> like, why? So uh-huh. I guess we'll talk about a Hakami a little bit because it's important here. So in the first episode, obviously, um, first of the two that we're talking about, mm-hmm. that's when Violet's kind of still debating, like, is this going to be a thing that happens again? Is it worth mm-hmm. it? Because it's, you know, it's kind of risky for her. Yeah. Um, and so she she likes Evan, obviously, which mm-hmm. who doesn't? Which And we'll, how we'll can you that. not? We'll get to why we are so... <laughs> right. Like, but while she's here. debating that, Gallo, yeah. of course, decides to inject his opinion, which nobody asked for it, by the no way, one. Gallo. No one asked for it. <laughs> nobody asked for it. Um, and basically he slut shames Violet. It's, no, he uh, says like it's it kind of makes you look bad. Excuse you? Mm-hmm. Like he what? did not ask for anything related to it. And he interjects that horrendous opinion and everybody on Twitter 
lost Mm-mm. in your mind, as we all rightly Mm-mm. should have. You do not do that to Violet Mikami. Especially if it's someone you supposedly like really like and respect. Exactly. Uh-uh. No, son. No. Uh-uh. You don't. You don't. Mm-mm. No. She is an adult do... woman. Exactly. We do not slut shame in this house. Ever. And once Ever. again. This is the petulant toddler behavior. Yep. We do not support for this. Like at this, this point, is the behavior of a boy. And we will get back to what the difference between a boy and a man. Yes, in we will. In a few minutes. But it's just it's once again of like this is where we're at the most of. I mean, once again, you can you're allowed to ship who you want to ship, and it's if you're still on the whole uh, Violet and Gala train, you're absolutely allowed to be. But at least from where Logan and I seem to be, <laughs> is that you know. I think at this point, I'd be much more satisfied if they remained, if they stuck to being friends and Gallo needs to still repent quite a bit for some of his commentary. Yeah. But I see them as much more, you know, next generation room dogs. Like, they may not be roommates, but it's like, we love Ritter, I, Gallo, and Violet. And it's just like, I, would I don't love, want it to be any more than that. I would love, love, love for the show to take the um, Brett Cruz route with them. Mm-hmm. I have them become best friends. Like, I, I would be down for that. Absolutely. For sure. But Gallo does have a lot to make up for now. Uh-huh. Um, and this week's apology didn't do it for me. I I he mean, it was he, nice he, that he, he apologized, took, but it wasn't he enough. A half step. He took like a half step. Yeah. He needs to take several steps to get to be even close to a remote good place. Like, I'm at least glad, you know, it's more than what some other people would even do. Of Like some people would like, I, I'm not even apologizing. He, I think he tried. He still didn't fully succeed. But he still, I think... I mean, at least he said, like, I was out of line. So he did say that, which is important because he was. I mean, he was majorly Uh out of line. So at least I know he knows that. But, Uh like, you got to, you're going to have to do some more groveling. At least for me. Adult words. No, I agree. I agree. So, I mean, maybe not for Violet. Violet seemed to just, like, brush it off. But as far as me, the person who's watching the show goes, if I'm going to buy into that, you have a long way to go, kid long yeah, which, way let me just say i would have not been pleased with like one chicago like social media of like they've been posting like the screens like a like an image of that whole discussion between violet and gallo and they're like they, they're making very light of it and i'm like mm, Mm-mm. no no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's not something we make light of that was a pretty no. I, maybe the writers don't realize like how severe that comment came across I don't oh, know, did. but it did though. It it was not good. <laughs> no, like you did that. Uh, uh-uh. uh, we're not. We're no, not down and, with that. Not down with that at all. No, and uh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm still like I said. This is the more his personal side of what was going on, and clearly there was some set of this in this past week's episode of um. I think we may be looking at a future squad member. You know. I know. I'm so happy about. Okay. Okay. So. This is the part that I want them. This is what I want them to do with Gallo. I want them to let him focus on his career. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to see that development. It's sort of similar to Cruz because mm-hmm. Cruz didn't go for squad until after, after he and Brett broke up. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, he decided he was going to do something, you know, mm-hmm. he was going to be productive and make a change. Mm-hmm. And he did. And he got to squad and he's been there forever and he's very, very good at it. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to see that happen with Gallo as well. Let's give him some time to really like focus on his career mm-hmm. and really take his potential professionally as far as he can take it, mm-hmm. you know? 
And so I love, I love that they're going back to there. I've been wanting them to go back there since mm-hmm. Casey left because mm-hmm. he only stayed on truck because he wanted to keep working with Casey. He didn't yeah. pursue that because of that. Well, mm-hmm. Casey's gone now. So he can mm-hmm. pursue squad. I mean, there's mm-hmm. not a spot open, but that doesn't mean he can't do everything he can to be ready for when one opens up. Mm-hmm. So let's see that. I want to see that so bad. I want to see the Severide Gallo mentorship. He's already learned from Casey. So uh-huh. let's have him learn from the other half of Savasi. Uh-huh. And I'm so excited that that's finally happening on the show. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I want to see from him more than I want to see Vallo. <laughs> uh-huh. Agreed. So, yeah. Agreed. Also, I'm kind of I'm missing Ritter. I do. I need more Ritter. What? I do. I agree. Like, he, yeah. He, I think he, and more again, he balances out he balances out a lot of, you know, violating Gallo a little bit. And so it's just mm-hmm. we need him back. Like bring him back. Like he needs Yeah. Him. And more more Cruz. Where's Cruz gone? Mm-hmm. Like I just that we haven't seen him. No. I mean like he had the baby and he's just like disappeared. I know. I think they've obviously with Pelham they had to figure out like do his run. I would have rather you know, seen Cruz than Pelham. I agree. I agree. But they had to <laughs> they had to figure it like set it up and all that stuff you know maybe with Pelham being at 72 now you know on yeah 72, we get some cruise back true I let's think, hope i think yeah so i'm i'm crossing my fingers and then oh see i'm trying to oh we did kind of gloss over the case but severide had a really great moment with that in the fire cop episode too oh, though yeah. because he was the only person that had any faith in that girl and that was mm-hmm. just like really sweet and the hug at the end was super cute and i was like this is why we love severide this mm-hmm. is it right here mm-hmm. this is this Agreed. is why you know, Agreed. and like I get why Seeger's in love with him because he's great, but at the yeah, same exactly. time, like he's got a fiance. Okay, and there is a rock finger. on her finger. You <laughs> are a grown ass woman. If you like, go like there, you could have guys lining up at your door or or women. Right, if that's what you if, whatever way whatever you way she goes. Which I mean, I I would not be mad if she were bisexual because that would be great. <laughs> she she I, could have a whole line of suitors. At her beck and call. And yep. it's just Because she's like, great too. Just, uh-huh. you know, don't focus on Severide so much. Exactly. <laughs> Please. Exactly. But anyway, so that was really great. And then is there anything else that we haven't talked about? I feel like we covered everything aside from the big the big thing. I kind of want to talk about. spend the last fifteen minutes talking about what I wanna talk about, which is clearly what we both want to talk about. <laughs> So let's go then. Let's go. Yeah. If we missed anything, we're sorry, but we're like I, I'm the sorry. Like, blinders deserves, are on. <laughs> this deserves like a solid fifteen minute discussion for at least this end of it the does. part. It does. It totally it. does. Okay, so the first episode. Let's talk about that totally separately because oh, oh my god, <laughs> it was just like it was brilliant. We started with the morning after, which we so wanted a morning after scene. Like that was. I didn't oh, think man. we'd get it. I, like, I didn't either still, like my mind is still like blown from we wanted it so badly after the gala and we're like we're not gonna get it. like there's no way like, no okay. we're not yeah we're not gonna and we did and it started with it and we're and I remember my jaw just being like oh <laughs> so good <laughs> and she called him Evan like the first time oh. we hear her oh, oh my god I love it I love it I love it oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but that whole scene was so good and i love that hawkins is the one who's sort of like confident in what's happening like he's oh i know he obviously had researched what was a fireable offense right because yep. immediately when she says that he's like 
it's frowned no. upon, but you know, no. you can't get fired for it. He just like knew that. So obviously this man has been thinking about this yeah, for which, a little while. <laughs> once again, this is where we want to make that designation of, I, I'm sorry, I love you, Blake Gallo, and I love the guy who plays Gallo, but there's a difference between a boy and a man, and Hawkins is a man that Violet needs in her life. Oh, for No, and that's that's the thing. What she's drawn to, I think, is the fact that he's attracted to her and he's not afraid to say it like there's no games it's straight up like i like you you like me there's no reason we shouldn't do this so let's give it a Uh shot you know like just putting it all out there no games being played and Uh he's letting her make the decision there was no pressuring Uh that was the other great thing Uh he got to like leave that room and it was still up in the air and there was no demand for an answer Uh it was like like, you know you've got the space to think about it Mm-hmm. No. no and that was just like i loved that i loved love love that it was so mature the communication was so clear oh wait chef kiss to adult communication that doesn't involve yelling or slut shaming any of that like so good right or random weird proposals gallo yeah. like <laughs> i know <laughs> i mean amazing it's so good and like i i feel like in my opinion that that might sort of like freak Violet out a little bit more because it's like, what what do I do with this? <laughs> I know because I, I I do wonder if that could easily be a plot point of like she's just no offense like once again I don't want to if you still love Violet Gallo you're allowed to but like I still wonder if you know she's been used to like the kind of like I'm sorry millennial like younger guys still like the relationships have not always been the greatest of like you know we want to have actual like conversations with one another want to actually see where this goes. And I, I, maybe she just hasn't had that experience too often yet. I mean, and maybe so she'll be a little taken aback by Evan clearly stating what he wants and, mm-hmm. and maybe potentially wanting a future with her, which mm-hmm. I'm all completely for because I think it's what she deserves if that's what she right. right. We'll see. And they had that conversation, you know, in the beginning about how it was trouble and neither one of them needed trouble. Mm-hmm. And she's, mm-hmm. you know, debating it, going back and forth yep. on it. And then he texted her. And I'm telling Ooh. this text was so good. It was like, there's good, there's like a bad kind of trouble and a good kind of trouble. This is the good kind of trouble. And mm-hmm. you're like, yes, it is. It's the best kind of trouble. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And I think that sort of went a long way to mm-hmm. like convincing her. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. And plus she she kind of had a talk with Stella. She didn't come out and say like why she was asking. Yeah. But you know, and Stella very emphatically was like, who gives a damn what other people think? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, who? Who does? Nobody mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that kind of convinced her. So we ended that scene with the, like, that episode with the scene in his office. Which, which was like... The two kisses we get in that episode, like, they're, I would say they're oh almost God. like panoramic kisses. Like, we see them from, like, from it's one so good. head all the way around with both of them almost. And it's like, it's so good and it's just I love them dearly and it's I, so good I'm never gonna get over it. and I've mentioned this to our mutual friend Katie multiple times and so Katie you get a shout out because this is what I continue to lose my mind over is how Evan holds her like Violet's jaw when her, he kisses her yes yeah oh, so good I love it's it and so good they keep they keep I, doing it every time and I'm not mad oh about it and every time it. Yeah, I, although I am ready for him to initiate a kiss because it's a good thing that all the kisses so far have been initiated by Violet because of where they are and, yeah. you know, the yeah. fact that they weren't totally solid. But now that we are, let's have Evan initiate some kisses. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. But let's have that happen. I would love that. Also, um, but no. Oh, go ahead. Just I want to make one little mention of I've been very happy about the um, female gaze like supportiveness they've been doing with where I would say in a lot of situations like Violet hasn't been the one more dressed like undressed in a lot of their situations as of like. Oh yeah, been, no, they've talking. totally. And I am fully supportive of that. In, they're they're totally taking advantage of how fit Jimmy Nicholas is. That's yes. exactly what it is. It's yes. like <laughs> Yes. And I thank them for it every time. I, I'm I'm down. I'm down. It's good. <laughs> but I loved so that scene at the end of that episode has been gift like to pieces. And I love that when she walks in, he's like just sort of like staring off into space. It kind of looks like he's just daydreaming. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really sweet. And then she walks in and he has this big smile on his face. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. you're cute. I love you. Uh Uh (laughs) I love both of you together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And uh, the, like, look on his face after she leaves, like, she kisses him and walks away. And he's just, like, totally besotted, smitten. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So that was that episode where they decided it was a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we had this week's episode... (laughs) where hawkins i i love him he's amazing he's great but even people who we love can make mistakes yeah <laughs> he made a pretty big one and it, um, it, it was a nice yeah. gesture but it, it could very easily be misconstrued and so uh... yeah uh it's sort of played favorites and that's not the attention that anybody mm-hmm. needs in this situation yeah. um so i totally get sylvie's concern she was a little harsher yeah, she probably this, should have been, but but this is where I still a thousand percent agree with what you texted to me that same night, Logan. Of and I know people were a little upset, and it's just like it, it, it's not that Sylvie is anti Hopkins at all. She's not. She what she cares about still first and foremost is what happens to Violet, and so she wants her to be careful of that. You are allowed to care for and like potentially love, which I hope love whoever you want. It, she wants Violet to be happy, but she also wants. Violet to never become that person like that Mm -hmm. like as a result of like anything bad about him because if she likes somebody and so she cares about Violet first and foremost right it's like she said when they were you know getting the ambulance worked on where Violet kept saying well he goes all out for all of his Mm -hmm. and she was like okay but people aren't gonna think he does Mm -hmm. that for all of his paramedics they're gonna think he does that for you Mm-hmm. and like that's an important thing to kind of think about and I feel like before that the frustration came about because Violet wasn't really taking that very seriously mm-hmm. like if you watch the scene where they're in the um they're getting the ambulance worked on and they're talking to the mechanic Violet's just kind of like okay when can we get this done let's go mm-hmm. not really thinking about like how did they get ahead of an engine you know mm-hmm. like how did that get ahead mm-hmm. of this other group mm-hmm. um and, you know, when the form comes up, Sylvie immediately knows what's going on. And it takes mm-hmm. Violet a second. So I feel like that's part of it, too. Because Sylvie's mm-hmm. like, I need you to understand mm-hmm. how damaging this could potentially be. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's a bit of embarrassment on Sylvie's part, too. Because the mechanic is making a huge deal out of this. Which, I feel like, dude, just get it done. You're hemming and hawing more than you need. Yeah. Like, just do it. Like, obviously, do I wish you could do the more important work on the truck? Yeah. But, like, just stop complaining go do it and then nobody else has to like right if he'd like cut out the complaining he'd have had it done 10 minutes sooner i know so there's obviously some of that too i mean there's embarrassment in there there's all kinds of stuff so yeah she did get a little snappish and she was a little harsher than she should have been and but i don't think that was judgment in any way i think that was like 
you need to talk to him and make sure he understands how this looks, mm-hmm. how this could be perceived. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, this could be very damaging for not just you, but for me too. And, and mm-hmm. this needs to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. So <laughs> poor Hawkins found out the heater wasn't working, tried to do something nice, but that's not, don't do it. It's okay. No. You don't uh-uh. have to. <laughs> um, you know, it's sweet. It was well-meaning, but not a good idea. Um, and so that was sort of the plot for that episode. I loved the way it ended, though. It wasn't a big deal. They didn't make a dramatic thing out of it. Well, no. it was like, listen, uh, I'm so glad that you thought of me and that you got it fixed, but I don't want the appearance of playing favorites. Mm-hmm. And he was like, noted. And they moved on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved mm-hmm. it. He didn't try to defend himself. He didn't excuse no. his behavior. Yep. He's like, okay, I got it. We're good. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and again, even though they were in the middle of making out, so maybe that was why I just choose to believe that he's just a mature man who understands that things are complicated and he needs understand. to just go along with what she wants because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's playing with power dynamics and and there's an imbalance there and so mm-hmm. in that situation he does need to sort of cater to her a little more because she's the one absolutely that's under him she needs to be the one making more of the decisions and setting the boundaries and the rules mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so i love that it's a quick scene but it's still like okay you set that boundary but yeah but I'm it's good. still the important thing is having that conversation conversation yeah it's acknowledgement and so yep yeah and then i kind of just kind of tuned all that out and just watched the makeup like like, whether he has a house or apartment it's very it's a house she said house she said house so once again another thing in his corner of like he has a house he has a headboard he has a very well organized for the most part with the exception of his laundry on his couch in his little i love the laundry couch though i know i do too but it's just it's like once again like boy man mm, he has mm. actual decor i know <laughs> i know hanging on the walls and he has like, curtains and it's not like just you know like nothing on there and it's just, once again you're allowed to ship what you want to ship but this is what we're kind of losing our minds over because we're just it, we it just it's please. ticking all of our boxes I need him to be a series regular and I need uh-huh. even, okay. I don't anticipate that they'll keep Hakami together because they're new. So like, yeah. if they really want this ship to last, they're going to drag it out. Like that's just what yeah. TV does. I hate it, yeah. but that's what they do. Uh-huh. So if he stays, I expect that they'll break up at some point. That's usually what happens. So, but even so though, there is so much story to play with no. there between those two. So no. much more than violet and gallo in my opinion as someone who like writes fanfic there's Mm -hmm. just so much more there and when you have chemistry like that between two actors oh you need to lean into it i I don't care how many chef kiss if i'm only allowed one or two i don't care the chemistry between those two you cannot manufacture that no Uh -uh. it's so it's like a it's like lightning in a bottle like if you Uh if you you hit that Uh you have got to keep it uh-huh. And even if they draw it out and it's, you know, one of those on again, off again things, I don't care. Like <laughs> that chemistry is so amazing. Uh-huh. Make him a series uh-huh. regular, make it an actual like ship in the show that you build into the plot every season. Give me it. <laughs> yeah, which we already see Give the one Chicago me. account like tweeting about them kind of sneakily every so often. I'm like, you see how much people enjoy it. Give just give us I mean, want. I have never We're... seen a whole fandom react to a ship like no. this like ever ever no and so like there would be it would just be so i don't want to say stupid but i feel like it would be stupid it would be not capitalize on it it would be especially would in be. a season where we've lost a, like a lead mm-hmm. you know and it's been a little rocky plot and ratings wise 
-hmm. why wouldn't you grasp onto something that's got people excited and keep it exactly so do it fire keep him keep him and the relationship and let's go (laughs) absolutely yeah oh my gosh I know so good and I'm very proud of us that we we pretty much part used up that last little chunk exactly for its intended purpose of Huckami we did we did good (laughs) and so from here we've concluded our fire discussion and we're going to move on to Chicago PD so now we get to talk about Chicago PD and just as a forewarning to everybody if this sounds somehow different we can't tell that it's different but you know obviously hearing it not while we're here (laughs) um we had to switch to a different call like recording service just our one normal one just stopped working for me for whatever reason even though it worked fine for net and fire discussions don't know why (laughs) but here we are so (laughs) yeah they just decided it didn't want us to talk about pd for some reason no no one knows why (laughs) so so here we are (laughs) oh let me pull up the title descriptions just because it's good to have you know oh yeah we didn't even say the titles for the fire episodes yes, I, did. I did at the beginning <laughs> oops that's okay. we did oh that's right you did you said fire cop and then we talked about how that wasn't the original title yep which i, I remember it, now i would have been much happier if they stuck with good trouble me you know? too what the heck man why was, why it, change the title Makami was too powerful that i guess i guess i don't know okay so we are talking about the Chicago PD episodes of season nine, episode 13, which is Stillwater, and then mm-hmm. season nine, episode 14, which is Blood Relations. And mm-hmm. so once again, as with all Chicago PD things, they kind of get a little pretty much streamlined focused on, you know, a singular character arc for the most part, with then some case details that are sprinkled in that we'll mention them. I wouldn't say they're the focus, though, <laughs> at all of what we ever discuss. <laughs> Never. Not really. No. Um, so really, I will just, say, yeah. both these episodes featured a, a satisfying amount of Kevin. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Which, <laughs> I loved I, it. once again, I get, like, Kevin is still, I feel like, for the most part, so underused. Like he, no, he is. He's totally underused. Mm-hmm. But I did like that we got to see um, Upwater because, mm-hmm. like, they always talk about, you know, like Leroyce and and uh, Tracy joke about it, but like we never really get to see it on the show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we did it was the opening of the episode, and it was so great. I know. Which I was just like, once again, put these two together more. It's entertaining right? as hell. Just, yeah I don't and I loved like the well I mean we'll get to it but I, I'm going to talk about it now because it's like my yeah. favorite thing from the episode the moment where Kevin and Jay both check on Haley in the locker room I loved that so much mm-hmm. she was like what we just all checking on me now and they're like yep yep <laughs> it was good it was really I love it again, I love- that's where sometimes they don't still excel at you know telling the different storylines in a single episode they should have it figured out by now because right season nine but they can still have these wonderful like sound family moments and I feel like they've done a better job about that this season of like Mm -hmm. giving us these moments where they actually feel like a cohesive unit Mm -hmm. because in the past it's been so focused on these separate people that you don't really see them as a a group Mm -hmm. but by using Kevin as much as they have Mm -hmm. you know they've sort of connected 
in my opinion, the unit is sort of split up into two halves. You've got the upset half and the Berzik half. Mm-hmm. And then they've done a good job in these two episodes using Kevin mm-hmm. to sort of like link all of it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they've done better with that this season than last, for sure. I agree. Yeah. But yeah so I very still, much still not what it. I would want it to be, but. Yeah. Oh, oh without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. um, but then we also read at the beginning of um, the Stillwater episode, you know, wonderful Trudy moment in there as well. Yes. Of Love like. Trudy. You know, it's Haley's kind of trying to tone down the fact that it's her like what ten year anniversary. Yes, yeah, it's like a full decade of being a cop. A cop, which that seems insane. She looks fantastic. Not that it ever matters. Like looks, ma- like looks do not matter. But it's just like she doesn't look like she's been on the job for ten years. But no. you know, she's experienced she in hell. She has. Yeah. And you know what? It's she's like no. It's like I don't want it to be a big thing. But she's like, you deserve to be recognized for the hard work that you've done. And I'm not letting that go unnoticed i love though that she uses the opportunity to bring up that she's why Haley's a cop like that's yeah, she's again. never gonna let Haley no. forget that like ever never. like <laughs> you became a cop because of me yep but i love yep. that kevin's there to hear the story and he's like oh mm-hmm. well that's sweet uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so it's just once again i just i adore the dynamic between um trudy and Haley. It, it's it's once again it's it's like once again it's Trudy a found- and anyone I <laughs> just oh, like I let me see Trudy with everybody I know but once again, <laughs> it's like that found family of like obviously it's Trudy's not meant to be like the mom but it's like she can be that fun aunt though like there and just like I'm here for you I'm gonna recognize you but I'm also never gonna let you forget where you came from and then that yep. person was me who like molded you into the person that you are now and so you're never gonna forget it but I'm still gonna throw <laughs> a party for it anyways because I can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh i loved i loved that um mm-hmm. i mean this episode was a really strong episode like on the whole oh absolutely and tracy oh my just oh I, I her and marina both just deserve all the emmys just I, like <laughs> i feel like we have to do this at least a couple of pelting time. them at them <laughs> i get so pissed off and i i get angry about it every time because i know i get mad that these shows don't get the recognition they absolutely deserve because i mean for their acting alone but also the cinematography in tracy's episode alone oh yeah of like no it was so shocking like when Haley, because obviously the premise of it all is that you know Haley ends up she's on a late night run which Haley girl like that's what you want to do with your time <laughs> a late night run in chicago that's like safe. go home to your husband go warm <laughs> up with your husband at this point don't you don't need to be running but she she's just buy a treadmill and put it in your house yeah, and stare at your <laughs> husband like go go do that like exactly, that's fine. exactly get um, him to work out next to you and then you exactly. can just have icon eye candy and motivation i know like why, um, why not <laughs> but she's Haley's out on her late night run and so she's running and then all of a sudden this car comes out of like nowhere of like turning and she clearly sees it's you know it's kind of out of control and she thankfully i mean of course they, she was never going to be in the way when it kind of went off the the side i mean she bridge. was almost in the way almost. it was like she was like this close it was very close but yeah. she got out of the way in time but she clearly sees the car go over car go into the water very clearly starts to sink and of course Haley being Haley she's not going to do nothing so she does try and call 911 but they're clearly going to take a little bit to get there mm-hmm. um and so she does what Haley's going to do she jumps right in there and so she gets in there gets who she believes to be the husband out of the water and brings him back up to the surface and then- yeah she 
she basically yeah. saves the first person yeah. she gets to like yeah. the one she can get to the easiest and get out of the car exactly. is what she goes with first thinking she's gonna go back mm-hmm. which i mean because she's amazing and she can yeah. I, I, she couldn't find the car it because yeah. it was still sinking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and i think the woman wife in there she was pinned underneath something too so it, it the likelihood of Haley being able to get her out very unlikely to be quite honest but it Damn. still it hurt so much in that moment and you know her in the back of the ambulance though on the oh, oh my gosh and that's that's when that's what brings it back to you she deserves an emmy for that performance and that her her performance and the cinematography of us experiencing hypothermia with Haley of like that blurred screen around her and like mm-hmm. focused in on her face I'm like I like this is once again why I get so pissed off because you can't see that any just anywhere like to deliver that kind of performance that kind of cinematography I, like I, I was left speechless because it's that good yeah it was it was really great I mean, her in the back of the ambulance was the thing that like, it made you hurt for her because like, she was so desperate to like, get this across. Like they need Mm -hmm. to go back and get her. They need to get her. She's Mm -hmm. in the water. But at the same time, she's obviously like freezing, freezing Mm -hmm. cold Mm -hmm. and like just stuttering the words and they're not Mm -hmm. coming out the way she wants them to. And she can't really focus on what she's saying. And like Mm -hmm. it, 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 it was frustrating for you as a viewer. Mm -hmm. And so you felt like her frustration and her fear and her, mm-hmm. all of that. It was brilliantly done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Tracy's brilliant. So I know, seriously. And then, you know, we get to Chicago Med, which, you know, it, we did get to see Dr. Dylan, right? Like Dr. Dylan Scott. Yeah. Like the, the, wait, wait, okay. Hold on. Why, why Dylan and not Will? <laughs> also why okay i get that they wanted trudy to come to the hospital because they were playing up like the the upton trudy connection yeah. okay but like where 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 was jay <laughs> that's the question we all had of like um, his phone was on silent why why was his phone on silent i mean clearly like understandably so like they're probably gonna invest it like your your wife jumps into a river in chicago in the nearly gets time. hit by a car and you don't come see her in the hospital um what make that make sense please it makes no sense <laughs> correct correct i don't i don't know why why was your phone on silent why, why you know your wife is like out at night in chicago you're not you what <sighs> yeah <laughs> I, and then on top of that will's not at med so like we don't even know if he knows they're married which i'm still mad at like and i think it was teased in an article recently or somewhere or like even i think it was um nick like on instagram he was like joking like do we know, like does anybody actually know like that he has a new sister like will know he has a new sister-in-law yet i don't know i and it's just like we just like let's just i'm tired of it being like a known thing like tell us that he knows that he has a sister-in-law right right I mean, I get that, you know, part of the thing they want the audience to do is like assume that these people have lives beyond the job, but like, I don't want to assume, I want to see it. Give us a dinner, a will (laughs) coming over to Jay and Haley's place, like something. I mean, come on. But yeah, that was, yeah, we saw Dylan. 
because he was like she was gonna identify the guy because mm-hmm. she you know they had the weapon she was like i could take it and i can he was like who are you yes, <laughs> and that's funny. when i realized we like to think that all these characters know each other already but like yeah. they don't because <laughs> well, i was like when everybody Wait, dylan how do you not you know kevin how do you not know Haley, like, and then crazy. I realized they've never actually met. So it's like again, this is because Petey's not hanging out at Molly's anymore. So right, what the heck? I don't Why like not? And I, I still don't support that because that feels wrong. Because it's weird because they've shown people at Med going to Molly's. I know. So why can't they show people on PD going to Molly's? Because they're too greedy for Molly's. They're like, they're, they're tough discussions. Whatever. I come no, on. I agree. I'm just I'm trying to explain away what we're clearly seeing on screen. Um. But yeah, so clearly, like, Haley's there. We're, we're kind of over that whole thing. It, not over it because Chase still absolutely should have been there. Um, but <laughs> we very quickly find out that, oh, the guy Haley saved was not this woman's husband. It, we just don't know who he is. And it's yeah. Well, because the, the husband, uh, the, oh my um, gosh, the guest actor playing the husband, by the way. Oh, he was famous. also very good. So Because um, he was like, no, no, she told me she was alone. And then mm-hmm. they're all like, Uh oh yeah and so then they start oh my gosh the moment where they see the they find the surveillance video of like the parking lot and Haley's watching it and then Jay's watching Haley and I'm like oh this is difficult this is hard this is like it it was uncomfortably painful oh it absolutely because it's Haley already was beating herself up enough for not saving the woman but to know that she saved the guy who she saved the stalker rapist and it was just like oh oh it was not good i mean especially with like her background and everything she's been through Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. uh, oh it it was just so hard to watch because like at that moment you knew that she's gonna beat herself up about this like you just you know it because she she saved someone but in her mind, she didn't save the right someone. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ow, mm-hmm. I don't, that's, I, ow, don't yeah. like it. No, which I also feel like we deserve to call out the horrendous, what is it, probably D team, F team, that let the, that let the suspect go in the hospital. Like he just kind what? of. Yeah, what the heck? Like it was not the A team doctors. Like, I don't know who it was that let him go, but it wasn't our Chicago med doctor. <laughs> he just like got up and left oh i know mm-hmm. i mean i'm sorry that would not happen on will no. Hulstead's watch uh-uh that wouldn't even happen on archer's watch i know <laughs> archer would be like handcuff that man to the bed exactly <laughs> so i just wanted to shout that out because i was still so mad about like this is why we only see our other chicago doctors because they're that's eight. right even when they mess up, they're still clearly the A team at Chicago Met, <laughs> which is kind of sad. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I agree. Like, I, I, we love that. We say this with affection, okay? Just to make that clear, we're allowed to mock <laughs> because we love them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So the guy gets away. Now they have to track him down. But the whole episode, I mean was just handled so well even though we have our complaints about them focusing only on mm-hmm. one character there are some times where it's, it really it's pays well. off yes, yeah absolutely. and this was one of those episodes where like focusing on Haley for this episode 
just emotionally made the story so much more impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the cases are not the things that we pay attention no. to most most episodes. No. So the fact that I remember anything of this one mm-hmm. it means it was good. <laughs> no, it was still, it is once again, I, as I kind of get through the episode a little bit more, you know, Haley ends up reviewing some of the, it's, it's you know, two things I want to call out. I, the reveal of, you know, they finally find out who, this guy's address, the stalker, rapist, whatever guy's address. They're kind of looking through the home. And also they quickly had realized after talking to the husband that the guy had kind of interacted with the kids a little bit, like waving high in cars, super creepy. And also it had a, a very like hand that rocks the cradle vibe. Yeah, like, like uh-huh, have you like, seen that movie? No. Oh my God. No. It came out in the late eighties, but it's like a thriller movie about this woman who like, she works as the nanny and she basically tries to take the wife's place yeah. in the house. It was super creepy. Yeah. Um, it had a very like similar vibe vibe yeah. i didn't like it <laughs> so it's like so interacting with her kids a little bit but also he was apparently coming into the house and taking things Ooh. or maybe when she was at, it was still it was really weird and so obviously when they finally figure out you know it's who, who he is and like his address whatever they get to his house and we get to like the closet where all these boxes are and it's just like i had that moment of like oh this isn't his first time doing this and it was just like, oh, it was bad. And then, yeah, it's they obviously after a commercial break, they kind of say like, yeah, these are all individual boxes. And you're like, oh, this guy was bad. Like he was really bad. Like nobody yeah. knew he had been doing this for as long as he had. And to think he had inserted himself into that many women's lives and had done that much harm, it was just like, oh god, no, oh god, gross. No. Oh, god, it's no. gross. It gives oh. you a very like like gross like icky. skin crawly like black. Yeah, no. Um, but what I do appreciate is that once again led to a phenomenal, like just cinematography shot of when Haley's reviewing the evidence and thinking we can't do anything to nail this guy. We can't find him. It was once again, one of those kind of fuzzy, hazy all around her shots where she was looking at the evidence. And it was just once again, I, I don't know how like PD gets to keep doing all these like wonderful cinematography things. I mean, I'm all for it because it's just, it makes me appreciate it even more so. But I just love it when they do do these wonderful shots mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it I was mean, a really well done episode just all mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, what I still wanted to even highlight was, you know, obviously, as in most cases, like, you know, they end up finding the guy who was at, once again, of course, like a gym of some sort, because that's where his playgrounds are, because he can't ever leave that kind of space. And, you know, Haley confronts him. <laughs> And they end up having a fight, which once again, they make you feel like you're going to be on the edge of your seat of like, mm-hmm. Haley, is Haley going to get shot? And of course, Haley doesn't get shot. My aunt, uh, what was a wonderful thing of she knocked his ass into the pool. Oh, yeah. So good. Because <laughs> so she's good. badass. And yeah. we love it. And it was like, it was phenomenal. <laughs> and it's, you know, it was felt like one of those very, like kind of like almost morally gray moments again of like, she clearly saw how bad of a guy he is and how much harm and damage he's done. So like, could I leave him kind of hurt and kind of floating into the water and maybe drown? Maybe, but she, you know, it was also that fight within her of like, she knows like, I've been doing this for 10 years. I, I'm a good cop. And so she, yeah. of course, Haley being Haley, she dove in after him and actually saved mm-hmm. his ass. And um, to be honest, it's such a nice change from like the Voight trying to convince her that she's like oh, the no. darkness. 
I know. Like I hated that so much. Not to go back there because we're past that, but like I hated that. That whole like, oh, you're Jay's darkness. No, she's not. Shut up. Well, no, and that's but that's (laughs) that moment felt like of like, is she gonna be the kind of person? I'm sorry, like boy, where he was a bad guy. He was a really bad guy. And do I just let him drown? Or am I gonna be that good cop that I know that I am, that I the reason I started out for this job. And actually, even though I despise men, he deserves to get the justice system thrown at his ass and mm-hmm. I'm going to save him. So he gets to, so even though mm-hmm. the wife can't be brought back, it's, she, he, he has to pay for the crimes that he's done. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was just, uh, it was just, I thought a wonderful episode. And I thought, I wish her party had been just a little bit longer of the episode rather than the last like minute and a half. I, they always do that, don't they? If there's an episode it. leading up to a celebration, the celebration is like, it, you never, you don't really get to see it. it. Same thing with the cruise wedding. I feel like, we, like there was so much more I wanted to see of the no. cruise wedding on fire. They always do that. No. Like, well, I want to see these people having fun and being no. joyful. And really? why can't you let me see that? <laughs> Please, you show me all their bad days. Can you show me their good days too? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, I would have, we just would have enjoyed so many more little interactions of like, just even, you know, Upwater having like a little like celebratory drink. And I'm sorry, we, for how focused of a Haley episode, there should have been more upset. There should have been more. Oh, yeah. Oh, more. definitely should have. Like, come on. We were just talking about how he wasn't at the hospital. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, come on. That was I mean, what? Who made that decision? Oh, we're not going to have Jay show up at the hospital. If I were in that writer's room, I'd be like, what? And it's, <laughs> that makes zero sense. No, I know. And like one thing, like where they had the party, it wasn't at Molly's though, right? Even though Trudy owns part of Molly's, why Why have that at Molly's? Like that makes no sense at all. Why not? <laughs> why? <laughs> right. She's like a silent owner in Molly's, like silent partner, like and not so silent, but yeah, technically that's what she is. Mm-hmm. like uh, was she offended by the presence of maraschino cherries and just like decided to boycott molly's is that is that what it no, was but this that feels like a, you know celebrating 10 years of Haley being on the force that feels like a perfect molly's occasion you know right with kim's yeah. desk up on Go the to wall, a first apparently. responder bar like what the I, like seriously come on i know what it didn't make uh yeah i'm with you it makes no sense no but i mean overall just honestly of the season a, a high like a fantastic episode for, for sure oh yeah I mean and you know like I said we have our problems with the way that they focus mm-hmm. on one character but this episode was not one of those mm-hmm. where it felt like an issue mm-hmm. it didn't feel distracting that yeah, they were only absolutely. focusing on Haley which sometimes it does sometimes you're like you left me on a cliffhanger with these characters last mm-hmm. week so like mm-hmm. what did what <laughs> yep. but it yep. didn't feel that way this time no Speaking of cliffhangers. Oh, this episode where we'll briefly touch on the case, like, but not as much as even like what we just talked about it because the whole point of this episode was for Burgess, Adam, and Michaela. And this, the case was sprinkled in there as a result of Kim being stressed. So she was listening to her radio. Yeah. I really don't even remember all the details of the case. I remember it's a cult. It's a, like a cult, a cult, that, uh, died and they were killing people. Older white man preying on young girls, young, young as, as girls. most cults do. Yeah, and you know, and there was a, there was some you know murder with hands being cut off, 
but it really was that he was just kind of like a grifter guy who he probably by the end of it he thought he was like a, this messiah of some sort he wasn't he was just killing the people who he perceived as wrong to him, wronging him that's and what most cults do to be honest yeah, there's honestly. <laughs> they think of themselves as a god no. but really they're just a guy with an agenda exactly <laughs> and so, I mean, very so, convincing and yeah. most of yeah. the time psychologically abusive oh absolutely so, that's absolutely. how it goes it's great and, and so yeah so um, basically wrapped up in a minute and a half the entire case of that episode yeah but i so um oh man i had a thing i was gonna say and i totally forgot uh i this episode apart from the case because i didn't really i didn't think the case was that exciting but the stuff with um you know berzik and michaela that Mm -hmm. played out exactly the way the pod squad predicted it would do you know like i mean we've been like tech everybody's been texting back and forth every time something a little bit and a little bit more came out about like the michaela plot and what was going on yeah it was it it was called in the pod squad like to a t Mm -hmm. i mean the whole like they won and then the uncle and like all of it Mm -hmm. called to a t I was so proud of us to be honest Mm -hmm. even though it was heartbreaking it was like Mm -hmm. whoa we know what we're talking about (laughs) um I I I, as as heartbreaking as it is I did love it because I agree because it it was so good for like Burgess I think to see Adam so like solid like standing Mm -hmm. with her Mm -hmm. on this because you know she's had she has no reason to but she has doubts about that whole thing yeah. about him, whether or not he really wants her or someone else or trying to prepare for like him mm-hmm. finding somebody else when the whole time he's, he's like, I no, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not, I want you, not anybody else. Mm-hmm. She has a hard time accepting that. And I feel like this really sort of solidified that for her. If it Absolutely. didn't, then, then I don't know what else that he can do. Because <laughs> he was Thank great. You. I mean, and um the fact that he was just there in the courtroom whenever she needed somebody to look mm-hmm. to to like encourage her also highlight of the episode by the way was her taking Michaela to Kevin to like help with the hair oh and yeah no interesting he, I, Kevin opened the door and like called her queen and I was just I like I, I mean, love Uncle Kevin and Uncle I, Kevin is the best the one reason I do want to touch on that too is that you know the beginning of the episode is like obviously like we the uncle who apparently mysteriously shows up out of nowhere wants full custody and there's the one social worker or like attorney for kim is like he might get her and we're like didn't she basically adopt michaela at this point like she's yeah like adopted like can't just reverse that adoption i'm pretty sure i don't know like it's all legal so it's not like it was some back alley like adoption that wasn't legal so I don't know, but I was just getting real pissed off during that trial because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah. First of all, how oh, and then you? when when Kim revealed that they dug into like her medical records and and all that stuff, I was like, oh, that's low. That's so just like it was the lowest low. of the low because I'm like, you're this uncle that came out of nowhere. The first thing you don't do is you can clearly probably find out who Michaela's adopted parent is at this point. Look that up. Start a conversation with her saying. I'm her uncle. Maybe I can slowly start meeting her because technically I am family and I would like to get to know her. And also, you don't even know her. That's the other thing. It's not just that you're her uncle. You're a total stranger. Exactly. 
who has been visiting her at school and giving her stickers and it's just like it's <laughs> yeah and so i i was just getting real pissed off during that trial because then they were starting out of like oh like who are you like who are you to be like responsible for this young child and it was just like you have a dangerous job you can't be responsible enough. you keep getting hurt and it was just and also where i knew they were going to go to the race plot of it all which you know once again we knew that was likely going to come up but the way it was handled i was like fuming of like how they were diving into it and like yeah I mean, I'm glad they do acknowledge it because Kim is in fact white and, you know, raising a daughter who is African-American. It's, it's a weird discussion to have in this day and age. And so I did love, like, as you said, when Kim was having some serious struggles, trying to give Michaela a hairstyle that was meant to be for a African-American girl's hairstyle. And she, she, like, she, it broke my heart seeing Kim being so upset and frustrated because she wants to give Michaela what she needs and what she wants. Yeah. And to not be able to do that, it hurt. But you know what comes in handy is Uncle Kevin. Uncle Kevin, <laughs> I loved Uncle Kevin so much. I loved like it. that whole scene of oh. him and Kim talking, and like so good. Him reassuring Kim, like you know, you're good for her. Mm-hmm. You know, you are. And um, just the whole and when when Michaela comes out with her hair done, and Kim's mm-hmm. just like beautiful, and I'm like, I love it. I love it so no. much. And what I wanted to reiterate, what I tweeted about when I was live tweeting that night was that, you know, Kim, like they made it seem like Kim's not a qualified enough mother to raise like a daughter of a different race, but it's that Kim loves her enough to know when she couldn't exactly do what she needed to do for her. She went to the next best resource and to be like, Kevin, how do I get this? So she's happy. And that's what a parent does. It's like, you don't just say, oh, I'm not going to do it because I don't know how you're going to figure out like, granted she took Michaela to get her hair done now but you, you know Kim is the type of mother who like if she can she'll maybe try and figure out herself she's at least trying to take that next step and it's not just like just giving up on it she cares about well, yeah I mean I feel like it. any good parent acknowledges that they can't do it alone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like you need a support system mm-hmm. and especially with a child like Michaela who's been through so much oh yeah you're going to need help. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, Kevin and Adam are just like the perfect people mm-hmm. to help her with all of it. Although I do wish we could get some like Upton in there as well, mm-hmm. you know, some, mm-hmm. some more women. Cause apparently they all love each other, but do we get to see interactions with Haley? And no. no, no, why? 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 When we're just supposed to assume that yeah. it happens. Okay. Uh, sure. Fine. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, so I loved that. And then, um, oh my gosh, when they win the case, which we're so glad they won. Cause oh, they, yeah. And the one thing I do before you talk about okay. what we do need to talk about is that I loved her last, like her statement on the stand. Oh, of, yeah. Like, when she pulls the glass out of her pockets, and, all like, those the... details of Michaela, it warmed my heart. Cause that's also, that's what a parent means. It doesn't mean there has to be a blood relation. It can be knowing Michaela collects all that sea glass and that's what she likes to do for fun. It's that Michaela's favorite snack, as disgusting as it is, is tortilla, tortilla chips with whipped cream. And Kim gives, like, Kim makes trays as you do with children to get them to eat their vegetables. And that even though Adam is her ex-fiance, and yes, I have it already memorized in my head, is that Adam is her ex-fiance. Yes, her, her, Adam, and Michaela are living together because they are a family. And it, it may not make sense to most people, but it works for them. 
And it was just like, it, I just adored that entire scene. And so obviously you can go back. And- no, it, that was great. No, I mean, it, it was, there's no denying, but that was just phenomenal. And mm-hmm. just seeing Kim, first of all, stand up for herself mm-hmm. in against that line of questioning, you know, she mm-hmm. knew where they were going with that. Mm-hmm. So for her to just be like, listen, I get what you're saying, but you're wrong. <laughs> was an iconic moment in and of itself Mm -hmm. but all the little details of Michaela she's Mm -hmm. just such a sweet kid and like her uh she's the quirkiest most adorable Mm -hmm. little child and she deserves nothing but the best Mm -hmm. and the end of the episode is just gut-wrenching because of that but no the the moment where like they find out that they you know of course they have custody they've won oh the kiss the kiss yeah and it's like it it happened so quick and like it was like like so instinctual it just like I know and I actually I gasped and both my parents were like wait what happened like what's going on is something wrong I'm like no like something just happened on tv though like I was not expecting it it was just like it was such a good moment like that's the perfect word for it is instinctual like it's that they get this good news and kiss and it was just it wasn't a big deal it was like casual yeah like they've always done it you know just like I'm just I they're so close to getting back together and I know but once again I like I saw a really great tweet I think today is that you know as much as I would like to see them get married like get back together they've also established like they wouldn't have to get married like like they're a family no I just want them to be a couple I don't care if they're married or not exactly I just want them to actually like be together exactly whatever that looks like for them exactly and but I it's just seeing that tweet is like oh like you're right like I mean would I love to see them married yeah but at the same time they like they found their family within one another I just love it so much yeah I just want them to actually like be a romantic couple though Uh I don't I don't want them to be like a parenting team I want them to be like a couple no I agree (laughs) even if it never goes further than them living together with Michaela I'm fine with that just like be a couple (laughs) then that's yeah because it's crazy that they're not a couple I know I know know. that's just crazy yeah um so we got that I love that and then right after it's like this show gave us like the highest of highs and then we plummeted to the lowest of lows it was whiplash total whiplash they go up to the apartment and the door opens mm-hmm. and she she's like a part-time nanny I guess yeah she's like just bloody on the floor which was she shot or was she stabbed do we really we don't know that yet oh, we don't really know okay. but she was not doing great no and you could see like Kim's world shatter in an instant of like she, it felt like they were on top of the world and it, it was just taken all away from them and that Michaela's gone. She's been kidnapped. That and, crazy you know, uncle. I'm telling you. Yeah. And I mean, we kind of figured, you know, we got the episode descriptions before the episode aired. Like even a day, was it a day before or the day of? I can't remember. I don't know. But it was, it did, they did keep it pretty vague to be fair. They, they were did. like, when one of their own goes missing or something yeah. and, you know. It could have been anybody. It but really could have, but I mean, we still had inklings that it was with like, like the custody the case and mm-hmm. like all that going on. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what this is gonna be. Yeah, yeah. So that was a really hard ending, though, for that episode. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh no, 
you know, they, they can't let the Burzik family be happy. No. At all. It's so sad. Like, Michaela's been through enough. Mm-hmm. She's like, been through so much. Just let her be Mac, Mac and happy. Like, just let her. Let really? Her I mean, come on. It's not even about, I mean, Kim's been through a lot too, but it's not even about yeah. that. Michaela is a little kid. I, like, stop putting her through these things. She needs therapy. Like, for the amount of trauma this little girl has gone through in her I mean, life. My goodness. Oh, terrible. Mm-hmm. But no. they, I, one, me and a friend were talking before we started recording. And she was like, they better not have a scratch on her when they find her. And oh. I'm like, I, I'm with you. She better be like whole at least. Like mm-hmm. emotionally, she's going to need some recovery. Okay. But like mm-hmm. no physical harm, please. Mm-hmm. No physical harm at the very least. Yeah. And we have no inklings even in the promo for the next episode. So I'm just like, <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so sad I just and Adam poor Adam too like he started the season with Kim almost dying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you know we should have we should have seen this coming long before which Lauren of the locker room did by the way so props Mm -hmm. to her when they had that plot where they found the missing girl do you remember Lauren in the pod squad that night she was like this feels like foreshadowing I don't remember it, but I'm, it, it sounds like she said it. Well. She yeah, said it. So. She was like, this feels like foreshadowing. Yeah. And I remember it because I filed it away. Like, could it be foreshadowing? Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> but Lauren, Lauren called it like forever yes, ago. Yes, she did. It was crazy to me <sighs> that she was like on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be, Lord, I'm just, I'm scared. I'm scared I know. For, for this week. I'm scared. I'm terrified. It's going to be. Well, yeah. you know, I'm still looking forward to this episode because you know what? It's not, it's not like a void storyline that I know we're going to be getting <laughs> soon with Anna again. So I'm gonna Which enjoy- one of those is coming up because we know. got that episode description and we were all like, why? <laughs> So I'm going to enjoy the good quality episode. I mean, they're all good episodes, but it's like, I don't care about a Voight storyline. I tune out every Voight episode. I'm sorry. I really, I just can't focus on it. We're we're not. (laughs) It's late. I have other things to do. (laughs) We're we're like top members of the anti, like anti Voight team here. And I'm just like, he's boring to me at this point. He's he's not exciting anymore. Mm -mm. On top of being a dirty cop that's really not doing cop television any favors. No, not at all. Oh, but yeah. So, I mean, I think that pretty much covers it, Logan. Which, it I mean, does. Seems crazy that we got through it as quickly as we've done, but, you know. Right, we did good. <laughs> I know. I think this new format is doing favor, like, doing a good job for us of, like, kind of controlling our rants a little bit that we unfortunately like we I love recaps but at the same time it just takes so much out of us for us we don't get to dig in the way we want when we're doing a recap because you gotta like hit all the beats exactly whereas this way we can just like pick the general subject Mm -hmm. and talk about Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. a lot it's a lot better it's a lot Mm -hmm. better that way for us I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it (laughs) so but yeah we did hopefully we can get this up 
I want to, I want us to have this up on Tuesday yeah, so that people can listen to it before the new episode come yeah. out. So we'll see, we'll work on the stuff behind the scenes. So hopefully we can get up then. Yeah. Um, and cause you know what? It's another one Chicago Wednesday, no hiatus. I know. Right. So. I feel like we're coming up on one though. Like, I feel like we're yeah. going to get through episode 16 and then we're going to have a break. Yeah, until, most likely. So I feel like end of March, beginning of April, we'll probably yeah. have another little hiatus. And then after that, I feel like we won't have any more because of the Olympics. Oh, geez. So, you yeah. know, it's, we're going to enjoy this non-hiatus time period that we can. <laughs> right. We have, we're getting so many episodes in a row. It's exciting. I know. I know. Oh, uh, no. Until next time, Logan, it's probably time for that Herman's yeah. you know, yeah. get us out of here a little bit. Last so we, call. Last we call. gotta go. So Herman's kicking us out. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. who is it? He's, he's having his late night hooligan. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we gotta leave before those guys come into the mm-hmm. bar. They sound nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be reaching your like smoking all that. I don't want to watch like, somebody dancing on top of a table yeah, like that Violet was talking about. Should not be dancing on a table at her age. No. I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> yeah, time to go before those guys show yeah, up. Yeah, I'm good. I don't I'm like good. that. <laughs> But as usual, Logan, it's such a phenomenal time. I know. I have so much fun talking about everything with you. All the stuff we love, all the stuff we don't, Mm -hmm. all of it. Mm -hmm. So much Mm -hmm. fun. Bye, everybody. Bye.